Do you know how many hours you are sitting every day, every week, every month? Hmm. Too many, most probably, like me. <laughs> so if this is the situation, tell me, how do you make improvements? How do you know what your body is actually capable of in terms of running, in terms of distance, in terms of speed, in terms of your performance? Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Yes, welcome. Indeed, my name is Heiko, and thanks for joining me on the Advanced Endurance Coaching Podcast, the show where we help you become a, yep, better and stronger and yes you guessed it smarter runner so back to the topic here you know how to run i mean it's something you've done since childhood is it not you used to run you played catch with friends or ran through the garden and some of you fell in love with running and some of you stuck with the sport like i did for many years and others mm, you didn't like it at all only late on in life did you start to realize actually this is a good way to stay healthy you know something? Both sorts of runners have something in common. You both realize at one stage that you're sitting too much, so we're back at the topic of sitting down. <laughs> but hang on, wait, is it okay we dive straight into the topic, or do you first want to hear five minutes worth of ads and message from my sponsors? <laughs> no, no ads, no sponsors, just my passion for running. And... Well, nearly 35 years of experience helping, coaching, and training runners to improve their mindset, their attitudes, and obviously to become stronger runners. Now, seriously, wouldn't it help making better decisions in terms of your running, your attitude towards how you train, your discipline, your determination? Without becoming a hardcore, ain't no mountain high enough, there's a song in that, I'm not going to sing it. No, we, we leave the real tough runs up to the pros, the Kilian Jones or others. And what I want to say is, won't you one day feel proud looking back at your running career, so to speak, or your run story, and you know that in this part of your life, in this area, you dedicated a healthy amount of time and resources, and occasionally you even went for your best result. That's what the podcast is about. <laughs> I've worked with many different runners over the past years, and swimmers and runners actually, but the swimming is a story for another podcast as I, I used to teach a really impressive approach to, towards uh, swimming, which was actually invented by a, a fantastic man called Terry Laughlin, a great man. He passed away some years ago, sad to say. But anyway, back to running. The running attitude, your best run, which I believe is still ahead of you. Now, by training smarter or smart training, you will get what? You'll get more freedom and it'll improve your skill for your running. Means, if you take a look at my Instagram account, there is no before or after picture or um, uh, runners that have completed crazy distances. There's no sales gimmick that gives the image of, wow, this is like uh, the, the furthest distance in the shortest of time. But what you're going to find is, listeners in over 25 countries and I'm happy to create more content because I get the feedback that I'm that I'm onto something something that smart runners do know and it's those runners that still seem to have that passion that playfulness about them as when they were many years younger and that my dear fellow runner is not something you will find in your favorite running magazine it's not in your best 10k training plan either 
Look, listen, anybody can create a podcast or uh, and make a workout out of it or from couch to 5K in four weeks. That's also not what we are about. Advanced Endurance Coaching, it provides online learning tools. Well, since COVID-19, actually, <laughs> it doesn't, since we can't have real-life workshops anymore. That's what we used to do before. And yes, online learning programs for runners to learn tools on how to teach the athletes on how to overcome excuses and get into that resourceful mindset. That's a big thing, how to change limiting beliefs that ensure that you can actually run that distance which suits your build, your character, it fits in with your commitments towards family, work, and of course helps you overcome some stumbling blocks. If you're interested in, in learning some of them, first off, like in a real-life environment, you need to allocate time. Look, you're spending or investing your time to go running anyway, are you not? So why would you not want to make the run seem like um, it's the best thing that you're doing? Why, why do you want to make the run seem like a boring routine, perhaps with the struggle before and, oh, I'm glad it's over five feeling at the end of the run? <laughs> I'm inviting you to have a look at our website, hypnorun.com, and just follow the link to the online programs. And there's some free versions available so you can get a feel for what the content is like and start with baby steps. But I'm getting ahead of myself. How did this idea about training your brain come actually about? What happened? What, what was the origin? Well, it all started before COVID-19 where you know, I used to meet people in real life and uh, used to train run coaches how to access and maximize their students' potential, basically teaching more tools and how to overcome that trauma of a fall, of an injury, of a DNF. And what great workshops they were. It was really a fantastic learning environment, but... Hey, with face masks, you lose the personal interaction plus the risk of infection. Uh, it's an unnecessary risk to, to go into. The, and and the, whole, um, the whole teaching concept wouldn't work with the, with the social distancing and all of this. So <clears throat> we created online programs and this was not done as a get-rich scheme, not at all. It was made as a program that allows you as a runner who realizes that, yes, I'm sitting too much. <laughs> the matter of the mind is top priority. I mean, only if I believe it, talk about it, being faster time, a new distance, a faster pace, only if I can mentally see myself accomplishing it, hearing myself, uh, how I'm rewarding myself, that feeling of pride. Oh, yes, that's what we're about. And I hear you. Hey, Heiko, but there's so much stuff out there that's for free. You know, why should I end up paying for something? Well, there are some programs for free, but... At the end of the day, all these people telling me that there's free content, it's usually not what's going to make you a successful runner because to find mental training tools for runners, you would need to sort through hours of videos on YouTube and read so many forums with so much misinformation, so much not well-documented content, all stuff that has been copied, pasted, and rewritten. And here at Advanced Endurance Coaching, it's built up in such a way that you will learn the content very fast. You'll be able to recall and remember it when you need it. <laughs> and you'll feel the benefit thereof. So each program, it's got an introduction. It's got a, a, a story that you can relate to that will stick in your brain. So even if you've forgotten what perhaps the tool is, this instant, the name of it, or you need to, to use a certain tool to overcome procrastination, for example, I guarantee you, you will remember the story, the preamble. Then once you recall the story, you will start thinking, hang on, that was the story. Oh, 
that was the tool behind it. So you'll find it again. And then your brain will be able to relate and Bob's your uncle. You recall the tool, use it and you get the effect. There, I just answered another question. How soon will I get results? I get that quite a lot. Now, is that not a funny one? In a real life work in a real life uh, workshop, uh, sometimes someone would ask, "Heiko, when will I get results?" Hmm. Now, if you think about it, that person asking usually, if I were to ask, but I don't do that like that. I do that on a one-to-one basis. But hey, have you been training recently? Has your training been high and consistent level, <laughs> or do you struggle to go out and? You run on days where you just feel good and the weather is great. <laughs> but anyway, it's a fair question. It will take time and it depends on how much time you're willing to allocate. So don't limit yourself because it is a, if there is a desire inside of you and if you don't attempt to it, if you don't attend to that desire, you will just waste time. You'll end up wasting time and you'll invest it in quick fix solution which only give you a momentary inspiration or motivation run your half your fastest half marathon ever just think positive you know it'll be ad like that honestly just thinking positive (laughs) it isn't going to do you any good if for years you've trained yourself to run the same distance at the same pace you will not you will not be able to accelerate and just magically increase your pace speed up don't believe me? <laughs> yes, you do, because you, you, you know it's true. That's the heartbreak moment in our sport, isn't it? The improvements, it, it takes a lot of investment, and the result, it's very slow progress. It takes time to make itself shown. That's why one of the courses I created is called The Consistent Runner. That is one of the main blocks to becoming a better runner. It's one of the most popular programs. It's to stay consistent, and you will get results if you apply the tool. Um, Heiko, another question. Am I not too old to start chasing a personal best? Wow. Well, I've even received lengthy emails where runners have literally put their point of view that it's impossible to get a personal best at 45 years over. I won't mention the person's name and there's one male I'm referring you uh, I'm referring to I, I doubt he's a listener but come on let, let's tackle this one so how can I promise that your best run is still ahead of you I made that promise earlier surely your best runs were achieved or your best run performance was when you were younger maybe in your early 30s depends on the distances you run or if you sprinted maybe in your in your late teens and If you enjoy marathons or multi-day events, maybe just around the 40s, correct? You agree with me here, don't you? But why does that mean your best run is not still ahead of you? Why limit yourself with a fact that will ensure you know and you tell your body, your your subconscious will accept it and it'll tell your body that for a fact at age 45, you will never ever run a fastest 10K. Huh, wow, how depressing. Who knows, maybe you never even tried to really run a fast 10K. Maybe you never even strengthened your core muscles. Maybe you never even strengthened your brain. (laughs) Maybe your running ambition has been to just complete a 5K park run and you never thought or expanded your thoughts on possible running faster or longer. The idea of getting a personal best never occurred to you. Due to some injury, you realize that if you run more than 30 kilometers in a week, You tend to get a nagging pain in your knee. And I don't like saying this, but you somehow unconsciously, you settle for less. Ouch. Okay. I see. 
you actually have a logbook or a Strava account that is written proof that in 1990 you did your fastest marathon, 2.30, spot on. Well, first off, that is very impressive. I take my hat off for you. Now, just to follow your logic here and, and stick with me. So because you had your best marathon time in 1990, your best run time is not out there in 2020. That's the reasoning. That's the argument. <laughs> 30 years, I see. Well, yes, if I go along with this, it seems obvious because well, it's many, many years and your body muscles deteriorate and only a handful of over 45-year-old runners actually achieve a sub-three hour. So what are the chances? Okay. I guess you're right. I agree. Let's pack up. Let's close the podcast. You are right. Let's go home. You've proved without a shadow of the doubt that you'll never be able to do it. Hmm. Honestly, how do you feel? Isn't that just depressing? I mean, thank goodness there are no sharp objects around me. I might just start to think of slitting my wrist. You have proven without a shadow of a doubt that it's a fact. It's over. No chance. No reason to take the next breath. Even is there? What's the use? Let me explain. <laughs> let, me, let me teach my dog how the can opener works so that at least she will know how to feed herself after I've jumped off a bridge because it's a fact. You've convinced me I'll never be able to do it. <laughs> I hope you get my humor here, because why on earth would you spend so much mental energy writing an email to me, convincing yourself, trying to convince me of the side effects of getting older? I mean, you're proving to yourself that the time of 1990 can never, ever be reproduced. <laughs> How helpful is that? How much energy is that thought giving you at this moment in time? How much enthusiasm to go out and train does that give you right the second Especially if the weather isn't great, it's raining, it's cold, it's windy, it's weather you don't like. And you didn't even feel like going for a run anyway. <laughs> Could it be that, or is it not logical to rather look at it from a different perspective? One that encourages, motivates and stimulates you, empowers you. Hey, it is what it is. And unless you are stewing, you have the time machine. Those good old days are not coming back. I know that girlfriend or boyfriend from then, trust me, they have changed too. <laughs> but in 2020, and this is the time you have given yourself, this is the age you are at, the moment in time, and you owe it to yourself, the real you, to see despite time flying by, despite injuries, despite growing commitments, that you owe it to yourself, to your standard, your character, to seek and strive for the best result you can get. Who said just because you're older or because time has passed, you don't, you don't need to go for a higher standard? If you are still not convinced, just for a second ponder on the thought that even your running life, where it is just you and Strava, or to put it differently, you, the miles you want to run, and the time, if in and during those moments you're able to access your resourcefulness to trigger, bam, your inner motivation, and you're able to... Dig deep when required, really dig deep. Just picture yourself running up that hill, that one you really don't like. Again, ah, oh, hills, I'm losing all the Dutch listeners, aren't I? I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I try and avoid hill stories, but... <laughs> so anyway, the rest of the listeners, <laughs> just picture yourself running up that hill, the one you really do not enjoy, and you have tools in place to 
access that extra bit of performance to suddenly be able to accelerate. And maybe you feel even you're accelerating too much and you're getting worried if you're going to make it at this pace and you're thinking, wow, I should slow down. Well, don't. That's just a thought. And you hear a strange sound. Is that a car approaching? Is it a plane? And you realize, no, it's your heartbeat. Oh, my goodness. Now you think it's a chopper, a medevac rescue chopper waiting to take you to ER. (laughs) But you keep going and the next thing you realize, that hill is conquered. Faster than you ever thought possible. And if a few seconds ago your thoughts were to just reach the hilltop and curl up and wait for your demise, you find yourself running downhill, enjoying the breeze, cooling you down. Your heart is still beating, but you're glowing with pride and you feel like a million bucks. Well, okay, I've no idea what a million bucks feels like, but I guess it doesn't feel too bad. (laughs) In case someone has a spare one million lying around, just, just kidding. Anyway, you will feel more than just great. You will have a feeling of of accomplishment, of, of setting out to increase your performance on one section and you've raised your standard, you've done it, raising your standards by leaning into the situation, by, by going it the difficult way rather than, than settling for less for that what you know you can already do. Just for a second before we wrap this up like m M&M. and <laughs> no, I mean like as in before we finish, <laughs> joke. Just imagine what that approach that you're building into your own performance will help you accomplish in other areas of your life. Just imagine what those qualities can help you obtain in your, in your personal life, in your career. Setting goals, breaking limiting beliefs, leaning into difficulties, reaching best times at this stage in your life. It will mean you are absolutely present You're physically and mentally in the here and now. You're able to take control because, as Billy Joel would say, hey, it's your life and you've been given a gift, my God, to think and to decide and to react according to your free will. And surely that decision-making, that decision-making competency that you have, that you must It must be used for a purpose of advancement. And that again builds endurance. Ah, you get it, don't you? Advanced endurance coaching. Now you understood. Shout out to those of you who did. Proud of you. (laughs) Hey, so before I get too excited here, I'm recording this on a sunny, hot, hot afternoon here in the the podcast mobile. Check it out on Facebook. It's a 30-year-old golf. I complained that it didn't have heating during winter. And of course, in summer, it's perfectly hot. So let me not start complaining. I still want to get my run in. And yes, there is a hill waiting for me. Perfect evening, still over 25 degrees, 77 Fahrenheit, clear blue skies, sun about to go down. This is me, Heiko, wishing you an excellent run with an excellent attitude. Make it one of your best ones today. And hey, please do share this podcast with someone who might appreciate it. And if you haven't already done so, give me a rating on iTunes or wherever you are listening to the show. This is me, Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.